This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can be a patron too for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content every month, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to spend a special shout-out to our patron who supports us at $5 a month. Uh, that is our producer-level credit. Thank you, Jeremiah Dempster, for supporting the show. Now, on to the podcast. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to Turn of Rens. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. I'm still fully clothed, and this is episode 262, The Three-Point Stance. All right, you're making me sound naked. I just don't have any pants See, They didn't know who it was until you said something. Yeah, but I'm Try. not ashamed of these things, all right? <laughs> this is not a video podcast, so... It's really hot in my house, okay? And, you know, I'm treating it like college, and... I'm not naked. Just How much ramen you got in your room? How much top ramen? I should get some more ramen. That's true. <laughs> what flavor? Uh, oh, beef, you know. I'm a beef guy. Clearly. Guys, am, am, I, am, am I a maniac if I don't go to Wawa after recording and get some kind of, like, delicious fruity, like, icy drink? Fruity ice drinks are not bad. Right. Right, ninety degree weather today. I, mean, I, I, I think it's the day to do it. Smoothie, right, so you're you're good. Yeah, that's that's your justification. It's a smoothie. That's that's my next poll. Should I go to Wawa? That's that's poll. It's a good and call. If and the person that says sheets gets banned off the show forever, uh, we take away their Patreon subscription if they have one. Picked off the planet. So there's no sheets in Maryland, thank God. Um, the, the other one we have is Royal Farms, with supposedly world. The world's best chicken or fried chicken? Of course, it's not because nobody ever has the world's best fried chicken. No, it is not a Wawa. Wawa is so much better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in Quick Check territory, so which is yeah. fine. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's, it's it's not a Quick Check's not a bad alternative to Wawa. No, but if there's a choice, you go Wawa. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, if Sheets is throwing us some Patreon money, I love Sheets. Well, I mean, yeah, of course, anybody that throws us money gets the love. That's how that works. Yeah, you want to be our favorite uh, community store? Send us some Patreon money. Yeah. It's called advertising. There you go. All right. Uh, maybe we should talk soccer now. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. That's uh, fine. Red Bulls traveled to L.A. and uh, did something they haven't done all year. One on the road. In hey. MLS. In MLS. Sorry, because they did right. win the CCL. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they won an MLS game on the road. And uh, it was a crazy game. 3-2. Uh, probably could have been some... Red cards, if depending on how you look at it, there could have been a lot of stuff going on in this <laughs> there game. Could there could have been a lot of stuff. Uh, but yeah, they they get out with their three two win. Um, Royer finally gets his goal. There you go. Kaku gets his first penalty kick. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they can keep it going. But before we talk about the game coming up this week, we got to of course talk about this one. Uh, so Truman, let's read the tweets first, and then we'll read oh. the email out. Alrighty, tweets. Let's start from the bottom, work our way up. Uh, Tan Solo at Tojo Casbah Rock says, they played with grit, and for once, the calls came our way. Amen. Honestly, if they, 
if they drew, I still wouldn't have had any complaints. Good game. Uh, Tonino M, I am not confident for next week's game. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that, right? Yeah. And you guys know I'm not because I almost didn't make the show. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Hurlbert says, not our best game this year, but a lot to like. Royer finally scored. BWP with a couple of assists, and Kaku played all 90 minutes. We'll also get that to that later on. And was involved in all three Red Bull goals. Next up, the blue team. Gregory James, at Mr. Gregory James, says, Am I the only one who likes Adam's play on the ball? I don't know if it's just me, but he looked good with his play in the midfield. Kaku being unselfish and his two long balls to the top corner of the box were dangerous, if only someone was there for a quick cross. Uh, Kate's... But yes, I was gonna say uh, when it comes to Tyler Adams, I think he plays a very unglamorous position. I think it's in many ways it's Michael Bradley syndrome. You know, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't play that flashy position, and if you, you know, so people automatically think you're not a part of the game. So, and I agree with I agree with the tweeter that I, I think he's been pretty fun. he's been pretty good lately, and uh, you know, it's just one of those things. He's not in a flashy position, so nobody. That, yeah, the casuals don't notice. The be- the best way to to describe his position is that there's nothing negative to say. He's had a good game. So right. mm-hmm. I so feel I like he's a flashier Dax McCarty for this team. Mm-hmm. Right. Except for he play he's you know he was considered a defenseman and not a midfielder, but right. yeah, Dax was all over the field, and that's what he is. Yeah, it's it's just that he doesn't have the hair. That's what it right. is. He doesn't, and he's not he doesn't have the hair. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was a winger last year, so I think he was more in the offensive zone. So when you lose that, people forget it. You know? uh, final tweet here from Grateful Shred 23, a.k.a. Casey Jones. Wasn't pretty, but a much-needed result. Plenty of room for improvement, but a good step forward to build some momentum. Uh, he also says that he will be bringing him and the fans down for this game, so we may see him. Uh, if all three of us were going, we'd all see him, but, you know. Yes, yes. Some of us have worked. So, yeah. I remember those days working on Saturdays. Yeah. Oh, dark, dark. I don't normally have to. It's just that we have an event this week, so. Uh. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the email we have is uh, from our only producer on Patreon, by the way. Hey. Uh, by Devster. By the way, thank you for the king at five dollars per month. He right is the minute. king. Literally, because we can measure it. <laughs> All right. This is what we're doing for next week. Uh, if he emails us again, Jay, you need to get a soundbite of "Bell down to the king." All right, just that, just that soundbite. That's it. <laughs> that is a Triple H theme song. In case you weren't aware, it's Motorhead. It, That's it like a bad second. Song. I thought it was bad. On, wait, so, okay. Because I, I just got like three theme songs. I'm used to the one that's bad down to the. Bad onto the game, so that's why I was confused. I'll look that up in case he. You know, <laughs> all right, uh, so he says, uh, Ranters, which, hey, I like that little name. That's us. Yeah, imagine that. Uh, thought Kaku was good late on, but was dropping deep to distribute from behind the play after struggling first base early. I know it's way too soon to start questioning him, adjustment to the new league and new country and all that. But given what we know about him, do you think there's any chance we're trying to force him to be a central number 10 when in reality he's better utilized as a wing playmaker? I know it's so I, I bring that up now because it's about the LA game. I know mm-hmm. we can't talk in either in or out of context of the game, but I figured it's better to talk about it now. So, any thoughts on the email? 
I, I don't want him to become Gonzalo Perron. <laughs> no, well, play for the love of God. Get well, in the middle of the field. He's playing, so already he's better than Perron. Right. <laughs> right. Um, there de- I would say, I mean, if he's – from my understanding, he certainly split time down in Argentina. I think he did – but I think a majority of time was spent on the wing. Uh, so if you want to say they're forcing him to be a 10, uh, yes. Yes, they are. He, he's, <laughs> he's, he's Sasha Question's uh, replacement uh, without a question. Um, and I think they will, unless Florian below or, you know, good old Vincent Bezicourt somehow prove they're better uh, attacking midfielders, uh, that you're, that's what you're going to see. You're going to see Kaku on the uh, in, in the middle there. Um, yeah, and you know what? I, I think he's doing all right. He's perfect, no, but I think he's having a solid, solid uh, job so far. And I yeah. suggest you would say he's not fully integrated. Yeah, yeah it's barely... You know, he hasn't really played full 90s until now. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I think it's okay for now. Uh, I don't mind him chopping back and distributing the ball because his distributions are pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and especially in this game. So that's okay. I mean, if he can just keep doing this, what he's doing right now, eh, I'll yeah. be all right with it. Exactly. And at least late on in the game, you have to consider that they brought on Derek Etienne Jr., who was going to force him back anyway. Right. And and here's the thing. How far back does BWP go all the time now? Oh, my God. Well, we've been so, seen that. So, I mean, unless you're like Danny Royer or something, you're not that far up anymore. Right. No, Nobody apparently is that far up anymore. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, from what I've seen so far, it, he could be a number 10 in MLS. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, right. Yeah. Again, he, just, he hasn't played that many minutes compared to everybody else. So yeah, guy, I mean, everyone's going to give him some time. I, I think the we'll talk more about it, but I think the NYC game will be a good indication of where Jesse sees him. Mm-hmm. Because, because it's such a big game that he's going to put – hopefully he would put Kaku where he thinks his best uh, position on the field would be for this team. I say hopefully because nah, – nah. <laughs> Jesse has certainly coached himself uh, rather interestingly in yes. some big games recently, yes. All right. Uh, so time for our thoughts on the games, likes and dislikes. Uh, Pat, you go first. What do you dislike about the L.A. win? Uh, well, I mean, I think you had dislike the you know, the fact that they, they were completely controlling the game and they gave up two goals um, and pretty quickly. Uh, that, that match turned on a on its head. Uh, and they were very fortunate to gather with a win because, let's face it, that was not a penalty kick. Um, so, it, you know, it, obviously getting a result on the road, especially on a, on a West Coast trip, is always preferable to getting nothing. Uh, but they came very close to blowing this one uh, by just completely giving the game back to L.A. So it's one of those things you got to keep that energy, you got to keep that pressure up. Uh, when you're up to nothing, I've never been a fan of going into sh- into a shell. Um, you when you're up two goals, uh, but you know, of course, kudos to Marsh and the boys that they they started attacking when the going got tough again. So, but again, giving up that two goal lead, you're never going to get a like from me for that, no matter what the end result. I'm definitely going to get into kind of going into a shell way later in the show, but I'm going to agree with you in the point that they could have easily lost the game. 
that that was the thing. They gave up chances. Yeah, they uh, that one goal that was called back via VAR was was way offside, way offside. But it equally could have been if that guy stayed onside, they could have had a great opportunity to score. And there was the one offside goal in the second half that was really close. That could right. have been away. Yep. So I mean, yeah, they they equally could have lost this. They equally could have given up. Uh, points and ended up with just a draw. So that, that's the thing. It's, yeah, you go up two nothing, uh, go, you know, in this, what, uh, three, fourth minute and then three, four minutes into the second half. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't let off the break. Cause again, they do have Zlatan who had a great assist in that game. So can't, can't slow down. Uh, Robla has bailed their asses out a few times too. So. Yep, you you got to capitalize on these opportunities, and and thankfully they did. So I, I can't get too mad because they actually did capitalize. I, I, I'm not even going to do a dislike because honestly, I'm just going to say the same thing. So we're just going to go on to likes because mm. it's easier. Uh, so I'll go first since I didn't do a dislike. All right. Um, my like is the way BWP played because no. Because he was the only one really making that final pass in this game. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, clearly he was the only one with an assist, and he had two of them. So, um, as Kaku, much- had, Kaku had hockey assists. That's true, right. True. That's right. He had the secondary assists. Which they do count in MLS, let's not forget. <laughs> that is true. I forgot about that. Um, but for as much as he shouldn't be playing back, he has greatly improved over the last few years in being a distributor. And I think this this is a good example of where he is, or of how he is improving his game in that re- respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I mean, the guys even said uh, he doesn't care if he's scoring or passing the ball; he just does not care. Yeah, I mean, Clearly, he he's has, not a selfish player. He I mean, he's been proving that over the years, so. right? Yeah, he's, he's pretty much said like he's proven it. But yeah, it's just it's just nice to see. That you know he backs it up. He's he doesn't have to be the guy putting the ball in the net. Uh, I guess I'll go with my like, and that was Reuter's goal. Yeah. Because what did we just talk about? Him being snake bit, and that he's gonna break through at any moment, and he did almost immediately. Yeah. yeah so good on him. Ba- I mean, absolutely bearing it. What's that? Oh, no, I was thinking of the the goal. I guess last week when Etienne was offside, mm-hmm. where like he had scored, right? And it was yeah. an easy call back. But I was going to say it was in this game, but it wasn't. So, right? No, that's Chicago game. I was there for that. Um, so yeah, that that's it's just it was good. And now I think it's goal scoring time, and just in time, just in time for Warrior because we need him now more than ever against the team who took him out for a big chunk of the season last year. And who he owned before that, I believe. Right. So it, it is payback time. It is. Uh, my like is uh, Florian Blow. Um, you know, I certainly give him shit on the show. Uh, you know, for any more. I should say I've given him shit. I've given uh, Jesse shit for playing him times I don't think he should have. Right. But he, get, he gets on the board. And I got to admit, on the day that Grilladino came back and scored a uh, winner for Columbus – I'm getting those Mike Grillo feelings from Florian Blow. Like, this guy is going to come out of nowhere and just be a uh, contributor all season long. Um, am I jumping the gun? Yes. But are we, <laughs> as, 
are we a serious podcast that should be uh, taken as Bible? No. So I will just say I'm getting a bit excited because the guy, well, I think this is his third goal in the season. Uh, maybe, maybe it's the second. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's two to three more than I thought he would score this year. So, um, you know, so he's, he's, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of him so far. Uh, he's certainly picking the spots and putting himself into these games. And, uh, this is just another, uh, example of getting a big goal on the road. So two goals, by the way. It is two. Okay. And and not only should we not be considered the Bible, we probably shouldn't even be considered like a pamphlet on your car that says "Go to church." <laughs> yeah, so, we're we're like, we're like that flyer that gets left in the mailbox. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're 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 not even like taking your e meter readings at a Scientology. You know? <laughs> like, even that's a wiser decision. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, afterthoughts. Any anything else you guys want to talk about that we haven't covered? Yeah, uh, I, penalty kick. Okay. You, you, you talked about it briefly. I, just, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, think we could all just, I mean, we could talk about it. I mean, was it a penalty kick? I say not a chance in hell. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, because only because the videos I saw during the broadcast were blurry when they tried to, to freeze frame it. And I don't know the guy's name, but his arm was out. So depending on where he hit on his arm, I would say I could call it a natural position, but. Okay, Jay, put yourself, I, put yourself in the shoes of LA Jason. Who hates the refs? Is it a penalty <laughs> kick? I don't know. It's not a fucking penalty I, kick. I, no, no. In the side. I, I, and if I, you were I, a Galaxy I, fan, if you were LA Jason, I'm you'd, sure be, I would be. you'd be like, you'd be like, the refs are the worst. <laughs> I'm sure I would be. You'd but, be on a referent right now if you were from so, LA. So I and I and I did seriously say this. I honestly don't know because I didn't see on the replays, I did not see a clear image of when the ball hit him. So I can't. I don't know. I no. I'm serious. So I was watching the ESPN Plus. That had the LA broadcast, and the still shots that they showed were blurry. It was like it, it was like the ball was moving in between frames, like snapshot of it, where it's not clear where the ball is hitting him. If it's the shoulder, the side, or the arm. Uh, it looked like I. I think it's one of those blurry. Like you know, this Zapruder film was uh, blurry, and so everybody thought. Actually, I think I'm mixing up films, but I think Zapruder film was, well, is that the Bigfoot film? That's what I'm referring to anyway, uh, where that's blurry, but you know it's still a dude in a suit. It's kind of like, even though the <laughs> sh- even though this replay was blurry, you know it hit him under the arm in the rib cage. Uh, so, you know. I'll, I'll say it, that maybe VAR should have called it, but I I don't know if VAR agreed with the call or not. Uh, it's. I, I think we got for once. I mean, yeah. To be we fair, did. we to, absolutely did get it. We, if, if that's a bad call, then we got lucky. To be fair, I mean, there have been plenty that have gone against us, but yeah, that, that was absolutely not a penalty kick. Yeah, I, I saw it from the the uh, LA broadcast too, and I'm kind of with Jay where you didn't quite get the best angle of it. Um, what I want to talk about is the LA broadcast. I don't know what's going on with that play-by-play guy. I mean, he talks like this. He was talking like that's the whole game. You should go back and just watch it with that broadcast. It is. It's rough. You know what? I didn't even. I didn't even think about it because all I could kept thinking of was, man, Kobe Jones is still around. <laughs> Listen, Kobe <laughs> Jones. Hey, he I did, think he double did, shifted he did, that weekend. He did because he did the LAFC game for Fox. Yeah. But I mean, he's like, oh, LA. Yeah, I'll be there. That's fine. I'll cover it. I mean. But my, th- my thoughts were, man, Kobe's doing this thing, and he's not biased. Like it's it's amazing how like fair he was in terms of, like, uh, granted, 
like the obvious offside. He's like, yeah, come on, that's offside. But like, yeah, I mean, that player was pretty much like in San Jose at that point. (laughs) But like, even the one second half where was close, he's like, I don't know. That's that's one go either way. I'm like, that's a pretty fair assessment of it because the still shot they showed, like his arm was ahead, but his foot wasn't. And there's the whole stupid what you use part of the rule that makes no sense to me. But it's soccer. The whole sport doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, that's we, why we love yeah, it. We watch every time, every week. Yeah, that's why we love it. Yep. I can't. I can't make any comments on the commentary because I went to my usual away goal, away uh, game location to Derby Road and watched with my people. So, so you had no set down then, is what you're uh, saying? Yeah, especially since we had some guys singing songs from the '90s, acoustic version mm. in that bar. So, well, that's all I got, Jay. That's it. Anything else? Nothing. First game. No, very happy they won. Oh, we we are all we, so we, very we, wrong. One thing we didn't talk about was um, Ryan Mara's yellow card. <laughs> we, we, how does he get a yellow card? Like, what did he do? I think he was – wasn't he, like, grabbing the ball, uh, like, time-wasting, I guess? I, I, I think, think so, that, yeah. So, I, I I mean, I guess that's – the problem is, again, as camera angles, the only thing they showed was him sitting in the – so almost is like, under his feet – but I'm I'm surprised that there wasn't a yellow card for pushing a player that's on the bench. Like, I, I I don't know. In other words, basically, Red Bull no do wrong, Galaxy do all wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's Jay's uh, assessment there. I players would never time waste. Oh, good behave, little boy. I'm not I'm not giving Mara a pass. <laughs> I'm saying, you you know. Obviously, the ball's out of play, and the ref's looking at it, and he's pushing Mara, who's sitting on the bench. Like, if Mara, I'm not, I'm trying not to give Mara a pass because I don't know what he did. I'm assuming he held the ball with his feet. That's the only thing that makes sense. I would love CJ in interrogation of like somebody who murdered somebody, and the murderer is his friend, and just like, yeah, you know, I didn't get a good angle. Uh, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, the angle wasn't good. I can't really tell if he uh, stabbed him. Could have been Listen, there was a, I was behind the giant pole. I don't know. Could anything could happen? There's a magic knife. Come on. <laughs> yeah, could have, could have fallen by a piece of glass. You may not get stabbed at all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's no murder weapon. It was ice. <laughs> God, uh, so one one minute mysteries. If you don't know what that is, go find it. Mm-hmm. All right, um, prediction standings. Nothing changed because we none of us predicted a win, and, and we continue our worst, <laughs> worst start ever. ever. Yeah. Um, I almost want to put the over under at the winner finishing at ten. <laughs> I would still put the fifteen. Yeah. All right. Uh, so before we get preview the game against New York City. Um, last week we played a little game. Kaku is right, trying to predict how many minutes the Kaku is going to play. Uh, so the winner, because we played Price is Right, Price is Right rules, mm-hmm. which works because they were in LA. Um, Truman, you win because you guess fifty-five Yay. minutes. Yay! I said forty-five, and Pat said thirty minutes as a sub. So Pat I can't was wrong wait to get that. I can't wait to get that like almost brand new washing machine delivered to my front door that I can't get rid of. No, you're gonna you're gonna do a green belt. That's what you're doing. Oh, all right. That that we'll just immediately retire and never talk yeah. about it again. <laughs> and I'll slip and fall trying to get it. So. There you go. All right. Um. So uh, the game coming up this Saturday, May fifth, at one 
one fifty-five p.m. because we can't have a two o'clock start. Uh, New York Rebels will play host to New York City FC for their first game of the year and the only game at Red Bull Arena between the two teams. Uh, the game will be broadcast on ESPN. Uh, New York City comes in as the league leaders with a six-one-two record, uh, for twenty points with a plus-nine goal differential. And the only advantage we have is that they are two one and two away, and undefeated at home. So, at least there's that. Um, I'm I'm going first because literally twenty minutes before we started recording, my internet came back, so I had already provided these guys a prediction. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go first. Uh, I'm saying a two-one loss because they looked shaky. We talked about them. they looked shaky against LA. Uh, they lost to Chicago, so I am not completely confident this team coming into the game. I will say it wouldn't surprise me if they somehow pulled one out, but I I, I feel like it's going to be two-one. And the only reason I'm not putting a higher score line is because of the prediction of rain. I feel like that's going to mess with people a little bit. I think Pat's next. Yes. Well, hold on, hold on. So I keep forgetting to do this. We're supposed to be going by the prediction standings. So which means Pat goes next because you messed up. I'm in last place. Yeah, last place goes last. So they have the nobody. Yeah, last place goes first. No, no, no. It's whoever's in first has to go first. So they can't use the other people's predictions to. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I take it back. All right, I go. My turn. Uh, I'm going to say two-two draw. I think it's going to be a very disappointing 2-2 draw because I think this is absolutely the game you you want to win. Like you said, it's their only home game against uh, the Smurfs. So I, you, you really want to get this points, but I feel I'm going to be let down because we're going to the game. So I, well, I don't know. I just, I get, right, I just get that bad, bad feeling uh, that they're going to fuck this up and not win. Um. Prove me wrong. I mean, I hope they do, but that, that's just my personal feeling. Yeah, I'm actually in the same boat as Truman. Two-two draw. Um, I don't think, you know, I, I think Rebels are fine. They're a fine team, and like Jay said, I wouldn't be shocked if they won. But uh, let's face it, New York City's really good. Mm-hmm. They're a really good team. Um, so I, I just kind of feel and I, this is not hardly a road game for them. I mean, they, they don't have to try. I mean, I know New Yorkers say. Crossing the Hudson River is really difficult, but I'm guessing for a soccer player, it's not that bad. Uh, so hey, remember, Frank Lampard got dysentery crossing the Hudson. Okay, That's true. <laughs> he did, and he died. Um, but we, yeah, it's you know, I, you know, I, we're playing all right. And look, this team is the Red Bulls are one of those teams that you never know which team you're going to get. They could come out and destroy uh, NYC for all we care. But at least from what I'm seeing on the field between. New York City being a near-unstoppable juggernaut, and the Red Bulls being all over the place. Yeah, I'm going to go with the draw, 2-2 draw. The only thing they have going for them, really, is that Bradley Wright Phillips loves playing this team. Yeah. Yep. Loves it. Mm-hmm. So if the Red Bulls can do one thing only and that shut down David Villa, it, it could become BWP time. And I think that would be the 100% obvious best way to win this game. Uh, not like I, I made any bold uh, strategy there, so just kind of, kind of dumb strategy. Just shut down that one guy. <laughs> You'd be a good coach. Hey, see this guy? Don't let him score. Get no, out there. You, you get on that game. You fall on top of him if you have to. Sweep, you do sweep, you the, leg. sweep the leg. That's right. Um, I, I want you to punish him. <laughs> so 
You, you, you Ra- give Ra- a point, take a point. <laughs> Ra- random thought. What happened to the the signs on the stands for BWPs and I don't uh, know. You know what happened? Advertising. But it's just this. It's just New York Red Bull signage anyway, right? No, one's an ad, and then I forget oh. what the other one is. But yeah, I trust me. I've noticed. Someone give us an answer why they got rid of those besides advertising. Because I didn't notice that. Well, I noticed at the New York Red Bulls two game I went to. I'm like, what the hell? Where's the stuff for BWP and Robles? Like, yeah, I think I noticed that the. F- First game I went to or the second? I can't remember which one it was, but yeah. I'll tell you something. Red Bull hates their fans. <laughs> Red Bull out. Red Bull out. Red Bull out. All right. Uh, so let's see what else. Uh, moving on. New York Rebels 2 apparently played yes- yesterday morning. What? what? Yeah. They played like yesterday, like the morning or something like that. It was weird. Um, uh, second division. Yeah. They played at Ottawa Fury FC to a 0-0 draw. Mm. Uh, next match is this Sunday, May 6th, against Nashville at 1 p.m. Where? At Rebel Arena. At the arena? Because it's... No? They're, they're, not, they're not going to Montclair till June. Okay, I can't make two trips to... Well, this is why no one comes to their games, because I can't make two trips to RBA in two days. I'm pretty sure that's where it is. I blame myself. I mean, come on. We're, do, we're doing a double header on... On Saturday, I listen. I would love, love to do all three, but I live in Pennsylvania, so and I live in Maryland. But or else, I, I would totally do it. I'm uh, going to backlash, so yeah, it's still Red Bull Arena. And that's right, and Pat's going to backlash. Their their first game at Montclair is June 9th. Just as a heads up. Actually, Pat, you had the least excuse because you could go to that game and still go to backlash. Well, I, I get out of work. I get out of work at like twelve forty-five. No, then fuck it. Yeah, you're yeah. not good. Yeah. That's it. No good. Yeah, that'd be impressive to try to drive that far in fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're probably still at you win because they want. Oh, it's not be able to get it. Yeah. yeah, at that point, yeah, they wouldn't even charge you. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, we can use the extra body. Go ahead. We got we got to make it worth it having these people here for the stands. Just gotta like impress. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, like they're gonna ask you. Um. So next up, Sky Blue FC. Uh, they haven't played in a week or so, but they have a game coming up on Saturday, May fifth, which we will all be at. Yes, yes, yep, <laughs> happening. Yep. Uh, if you haven't bought a ticket and you want to sit with uh, Cloud Nine, who we will be sitting with for the game, standing. St- sorry, sorry, standing. You're right. Um, go to the Sky Blue website, select uh, Bleacher Nine for your ticket. And use the code Red Bull Rant all lowercase. It's five dollars off the ticket for the game. Yeah, wait. Now hold on. I got to explain something here because it got a little confusing for me when I bought mine. Uh, when it says to enter promotion, you type in Red Bull Rant, and then you actually have to click where it says like enter promotion. You just can't click next. It doesn't apply. You actually have to hit. Yeah. And it doesn't look like you can. It's really weird. It's like from my computer, it's all white, so it didn't look like a blue button you would click on. Um, I'm gesturing like anyone can notice me gesturing like a click button. I'm really just pointing. Um, so yeah, type in Red Bull Rant and then click the, uh, it says like apply promotion or whatever it is. Then it takes the five bucks off. And then make sure you go will call. So you're not getting charged for anything. Although it's in two days, so it's not getting to your house anyway. So uh, I, think you, I think you print it out. You can print it at home or you can will call it. I will call uh, it. I, I do, I'm doing digital ticket. I don't think I got charged for it. I don't think I got charged. To, let me find my. But I'll, I'll just I'll just tell you when I filled it out the first time, 
it defaults to like the five bucks will mail it to you. Oh, okay. So make sure you adjust it where oh, that's yeah. not what's happening. Yeah, I did the print at home, so there was no Right, there's no charge for that. There's no fee. Because I'm just gonna use my phone. So Right. But just heads up to anybody, you know. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Again, we'll be there. And we're gonna try to hit up the tailgate with Cloud Nine beforehand too, so Yes, we are I mean well we have a whole thing planned. So yeah, it's it's gonna be a little nuts. So the plan right now, and we haven't talked about specifics, but um, the plan right now is for Truman and I to drive from Red Bull Arena at the Pat's house. Yes, to part of a Patreon exclusive ride along episode, and then when we're driving from Pat's house to Sky Blue, do the second half of a Patreon exclusive show. Yes. Right. So. Hey, get your dollar in the Patreon if you want to hear us uh, talk about what we're seeing on the side of the road. Yeah, and we're going to tell fake road stories like how we grew up in the old days of the 80s wrestling. <laughs> what it was like back then. A good time. Man, driving on that Jersey Shore, it's rough, man. Yeah. Rough. I remember when me and the Iron Sheet got pulled over and we had uh, alcohol and cocaine in the car. Woo! What a time it was. What a time. And that's impressive considering that you're straight. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't doing the cocaine. I was just driving with it. Well, you're the, that's what you're the straight guy for. Uh, I, had to drive, I had to drive. I had to drive. Pulled over. Me. Straight that's ass. what K-Shape died, brother. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so time for the dumping ground. I I have not put anything into this because I did not think I was recording until 20 minutes before we started. So Right. Yes. This is all on you guys. Well, number one, Royer resigned. Yep. So, which we didn't get to last week, but it was almost like was it right after? I think it was right after the Sean Davis thing came up. I think it was like the next day. Did we get Sean Davis? Yeah, we did get Sean Davis. I'm sorry, we did. We did. Him, right? Yeah, signed like the day of the last episode, the episode last week. It's funny because what I mean, I honestly just looked at our agenda. I deleted Sean Davis and I typed in Royers. There you go, perfect. <laughs> in in the same exact spot. So that's good. So he's sticking around, which is wonderful. I mean, you kind of thought he was. I believe this will be like. My feeling is. If he goes anywhere else, it'll be the Lloyd Sam move where he's got nothing left to give. So we're going to milk Royer for all he's worth. There you go. Uh, and then I believe we talked about it on the Patreon a little bit. We did. Was uh, TFC uh, choking away? So I, we could talk about that some more. I mean, I I, I have no problem rubbing it in the TFC's face for stinking up the joint. <laughs> Well, I mean, I said, you know, we both choked up because uh, she sucks. Yep. And neither one of us could do anything about it. So, uh, yeah, no, yeah, TSC definitely um, did a pretty good choke job on that one. I mean, Marky Delgado missed a sitter at the end of the game, and then obviously everybody else talking about uh, them just completely sucking at penalty kicks. So maybe MLS needs to practice penalty kicks a bit more. No kidding. I feel like it's not just a Toronto problem. No. Uh, so, um, yeah, it was, it's, it's, you know, I, I really resent the whole narrative like, oh, well, we made strides this year, and next year we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm like, fuck that. You choked. You choked. Yep. You have more talent on TFC than you do on uh, Shibas, or at least the way Shibas is performing. You know. Okay, you yeah. can't t- you can't tell me Club America and uh, Tigris are beatable and Chivas is Right. You know? And, and isn't TSTV supposed to be the greatest uh, MLS team of all time? They are, indeed. So, you're not now. Because mm-hmm. you blew it. Ooh, you fucked up. Man. You trusted us. 
And all right, so my last topic, of course, I'm going to talk about it. Uh, Liverpool going to the Champions League and barely, barely winning. Although, uh, they were, they had a three goal lead. Then they had like a four goal lead and they almost blew it, but two goals came super late. One came on a penalty on a clear handball. Uh, that was with it was in the last thirty seconds of the game. So by the time they kicked the ball off afterwards, they won. But uh, I'm pretty stoked, and we talk about getting tattoos a lot when the Red Bulls get close. Uh, but listen, if Liverpool wins Champions League, I will get six stars underneath my Liverpool tattoo. Hey. All right. All right. If you didn't know, I had a Liverpool tattoo because the last time they won Champions League. At halftime, I told my brother, listen, if they come back from this three-goal deficit and win, I will get a Liverpool tattoo. And, well, it just happened. So, yeah, so I have to get a tattoo. So, yeah, this time if they win again, which will be insane because I'll have to beat Real Madrid, who I think lives in the Champions League at this point. Like, they just live, they just move to wherever the final is and, and lives there with pretty boy Ronaldo. Uh, but, yeah, it should be an awesome game to watch, and let's find a place to watch it. Before uh, before the Red Bulls Philly game, our good friend uh, Steve Santos said, um, "Kearney, I believe Scott's Club." Oh, there you go. It's going to be a place to watch. So yeah, let's figure out a place to watch it, shall we? I believe I'll be around in the area for it. Cool. So I am happy you guys are not, but ha 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 ha. Suck it. <laughs> Everton will get there someday. Don't worry. No, they won't. Someday. Tim Cahill and uh, Landy Cakes will come back and sign with the team. Speak okay. Oh, also, did anyone know Tim Cahill's playing for Millwall? Is he really? Oh, I yes. Yes. Oh, he's still in Australia. Yes. No. He's at Millwall. Why? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's I, I, mean, I, I mean, for him, it makes sense. Right? He's getting paid, but right. It's also where he started his career. Right, but come on, come on, come on, man. Like, I mean, that's if, it? If, you, if you told me he'd sign like a one day contract to retire as Millwall, sure, I'll take that. But right, active player is a little. Maybe he's uh, finally performing as a central attacking midfielder that we signed him to be. Yeah. Listen, I don't care what anybody yeah. says. Tim yeah, Cahill Marquez wasn't a red card machine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the times. Good stuff. Uh, anything else before terrible team of the week? That is all I got. Yep. All right. So Truman. Yeah. Who do we hate? To, who's the terrible team of the week? Hey, guess who lost to LFC FC again in an, an important game? Seattle. Seattle did again by looking terrible and giving up a goal in the last what thirty seconds of the game. Yeah. Just about. They it was like the ninety third and ninety fourth minute or something like that. Yeah, they stink, and it was like a one the keeper absolutely could have had. Oh yeah, uh, hands. but he didn't. Uh, and I love seeing a ball just go oop duper doop, and then he does like the slow mo turn around as it goes Ooh. into the net. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're not good. No, they're they're, they're having a really bad year. I mean, what they lost? Uh, they lost Jordan Morris. Uh, like week one or something like that, right? Yeah, Clint Dempsey is a shell of a former self. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's not looking good for Seattle this year. They invented uh, losing to uh, LA teams wear black jerseys. There you go. <laughs> They've had a lot of things. <laughs> they killed right. Kurt Cobain. Just saying. 
All right. Uh, so, by the way, LAFC has a, a good stadium. Mm-hmm. And I know this this bothers me, and it's not LAFC's fault. It's the media's fault for always hyping up the new the new thing. Mm-hmm. But come on. It's not like – does it really stand out in American soccer stadiums? No. I mean, I I don't know. I've never been there, so I can't give you my opinion. It looks nice. They have the standing supporter section, which is only not the but, first time they've done it because Orlando beat them too. Orlando has it. And the thing everyone talks about is just that hole in the corner where you can see the LA skyline. That's like the big thing about it. So well, I don't know. Looked it on TV. Yeah. I will say this. It's obviously a hundred times better than a lot of the Philly, Chicago, you know, Dallas stadiums. Yeah. These, these like little square things that they built. So the, I, I do appreciate that. And I think you're going to see it next year with Minnesota. We're yeah. going to have a bunch of cool looking stadiums. And from the, and as much as we hate to see the renders, it seems like Audi Field is going to be at least a good looking stadium too. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I believe I'll be going to the Red Bulls game there, so I will get a. I'm going to try to go to one of those personal. Yeah, I forget, I forget when the first one is, but I'm going to try to go to at least one this year. Yep. Oh, um, I hope when they open that field, there's just like the ceremonial releasing of the raccoons. Yes, yes. The the there'll be there's be like a moving van that pulls up. Yeah. And and a little minivan, and all the raccoons are going to get out of the minivan. They're going to start moving their furniture in. It's going to be nice. Yeah, it's like you know, like uh, Will Ferrell had a hawk. Like you know, we'll get some. Be like, I don't know, Mary and Barry to come out and just release the raccoons. I mean, what other yep. PC celebrity is there? I don't know, but uh, and I think Mary and Barry's dead, but you know. Yeah, bring his bring his corpse back. Yeah. Uh and then the last thing on this on Stadium Talk, I said it on Twitter. Uh Smurfs, how's that going? <laughs> oh, you have a place you, you want to look at. Oh, okay. So in the meantime, uh, Orlando who you came in with got a stadium. Okay, they LA, had a stadium plan. L.A. beat you to it. L.A. did it in one year. Yep, <laughs> in their first year of existence. Atlanta, Atlanta, as much as it's shared with the NFL team, beat you to it. Right, because that was built with them in mind. Yeah, that's not just a home share. They it they changed the uh, alignment of the stadium for them. And okay. as I don't remember when Miami is going to play, but they at least have like some solid options. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota's going to beat them to it. Minnesota's, I mean, 100% going to beat them to it. The only other team that's suffering is the Revs. That's that just, is just another mystery. Because Kraft has, <laughs> Robert Kraft has absolutely no incentive to do it. Right. Uh, yeah, he can give a rat's ass. But, yeah. but it's, it's, it, it, for as much as it's turf, it is a stadium that can properly fit a soccer field on it. Correct. Absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. New York City, I mean, they, it's like a, I feel like every week they have like a, like oh here's what this stadium will look like if they get this property and then it's like oh they're not getting that property by the it's way like the New York Cosmos drawing of what was supposed to happen out at um Belmont yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah here's the thing you need to find a <laughs> I think uh, seriously I think what needs to happen is New York City FC fans need to move into the all of them every single fucking one of them has to move into whatever neighborhood they want to build a stadium in. Because drive down the prices. Because no, not even that. It's because what happens <laughs> in New York? What happens is in New York is if the people in the neighborhood don't want it, it does not happen. You know, right. I mean, unless you're the Yankees. You know, the Yankees are the only team capable of getting a stadium built in this city. You know, you can say the Mets too, but I mean, at least. The, but there was live. there was there was room for it there, and people don't really live in Flushing Meadows. I mean, that's yeah. all chop shots back there, right? So 
Uh, I mean, I was gonna say, and the Yankees just took over the parking garages that were used for their games anyway. It's not like right. they took over. And the Yankees don't give a fuck about. It. I mean, do they really care? I think they only have their twenty five percent ownership because they have the stadium. This right. stadium. And they like that money. I don't think it's because they give a shit, you know. And, and so and they get the operating revenue for the day. Yeah. And so anyway, so I mean, it's just kind of like I don't, I don't know how the hell it's going to happen unless soccer becomes the biggest sport in the country and New York City FC becomes the biggest team. I don't know how you get in that stadium in five boroughs, or I should say four, because you know Staten Island is not an option. No. But, you know. And Garbage barge still is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what What I will say is if. The Jets and Giants couldn't make it work. Well, it's just the Jets. The Jets, well, yeah, it was just the Jets with down by the Giants. But I, thought the, I thought the Giants tried at first. No, no, no. okay. Giants are perfectly happy in Jersey, and yeah. and the Jets got screwed over because of uh, Dolan. Because Dolan's like, no, fuck you, I want this for MSG property. Mm-hmm. And do, and honestly, do you think Dolan's going to be okay with NYC building someplace? I mean, if it's outdoors, it shouldn't be a big concern because he's already got his money into MSG plus where the Islanders are going to move. Like he's going to have some ownership in that arena, which is completely insane. Right. But I mean, the Jets were outdoors at at the old rail yards and he still cared. Well, it's also like within like a couple blocks of MSG. Well, but he was building it for a convention. The plan was a convention center for him. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I think the reason he fought that was because the Jets had a convention center idea as well as part of their plan. But basically, there are there's going to be interest, competing interest in the city, right? And and let's face it, uh, most residents don't want drunken soccer fans coming into the neighborhood. There's a reason a stadium got built in Harrison. There's a reason because yep. uh, when they moved in there. Newark was still a complete shithole. I mean, now it's only a minor shithole. And that area, Harrison, is nothing. There was nothing, exactly. And, you know, so now, like, when they're building up around it, at least now people who move in, it's like, yes, there's a soccer stadium here, you know? You have the expectation you move in of what's going to happen. Right. And so people don't want drunken soccer fans in the neighborhood. I mean, like, that's why Shea is out. Sorry, City Field is out where there aren't any houses. That's where Yankee Stadium, I mean, Yankee Stadium is just where it's been since 19... 19- 20 or whatever it's been. Right. You know? so it's, just, it's just built into the, the history. It's, and, it. and MSG, you know, MSG, again, is not a residential area, really. So, And they have the train right there underneath the, for all the fans from New Jersey. So, Yeah, so, I mean, good good luck. Good luck, New York City FC fans. I mean, a part of me feels like it will get done at some point, but I don't know when. I have no idea when. They're going to have to promise that big money is going to come in. And, I mean, again, that's another reason the Yankees can yep. do whatever they want because they're promising the city money is coming in. Yeah. You I know, mean, bringing in the fans. So, if, if Manchester City ever gives a shit about it, you know, yeah, I mean, they certainly got the money. They got the oil money. But we'll see. Nope. They're not going to because New York City FC is the Manchester City as we are to RB Leipzig, a farm team. I think they care a little bit more. I mean, they got – some better players. Well, um, so not stadium, but NYCFC related because it just. I saw this. I think it was last night, and it pissed me off. I didn't feel like respond on Twitter, but how the f- I, and I know I'm asking this question. There's no logical answer, but how the fuck is there a New Jersey NYC supporters group? That is <laughs> that is that is not a joke. Like oh, a, the, yeah, the, the third rail, New Jersey. Yes, it's not. It's not a joke group. Like if it was a joke group, I'd understand, but it's not a joke. Maybe, maybe they're all in Fort Lee. Which, that, you know. They're just idiots. Yeah. 
Sorry, Blue Mini Mike. Those people are idi- are idiots. Well, he's from Yonkers, so he's right. fine. Let's say he knows. He knows they're idiots. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. They were even making. They make fun of their own state. They're morons. All right. Anyway, uh, any last things before we wrap this one up? Nope. Soccer stuff? No, but you should all come out to uh, the, uh, the Sky Blue game with us. That's soccer stuff. Yeah. Well, that's just that's just hanging with us stuff. Isn't, isn't there a Forza Lucha announcement? Uh, Wasn't there one this week? Oh, wait. What do you want to know? You want to know the first match that we announced? Is that what you want to know? Yeah. Oh. All right, all right. Well, I guess we're going to break it right now. Well, I broke it already on Instagram. I know. Uh, as incentive, Forza Lucha July 21st in Harrison at the Holy Cross School, where it was last year. Oleg the Usurper is going to be taking on the Bad Apple, Matt McIntosh. Oh, baby. And I can almost guarantee you this is the first ever meeting between the two. Onion versus Apple. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. So get pumped. It's going to be awesome. And as always, if you'd like to sponsor the show, if you have a business and you'd like to promote your business on our show, sponsor us. Email me at uh, ForzaLucha at gmail.com or just tweet me and I'll just send you the info. Either way, kind of works. We're not even, I mean, ForzaLucha is not even that picky. So, I mean, if you have like a penis website, a uh, subscription penis website, yeah, you, you can sponsor the show. Yeah. You can sponsor a wrestler like Phil Hoover did in sponsoring Oleg. There you go. And we can even tell you, you know, we'll tell you who's going to be on the show, and you can you can have your pick. We, we could sponsor a wrestler? Yes. Uh, I think we should look at who's going to be on the show, and as a, as a from Rebel Rant, you know, sponsor a wrestler. Well, we've been doing that for, what, three years now? No, we, yeah, we, no, no but we've been that. sponsoring Forza Lucha, the show. No, no, we sponsor. All right, I'm going to look into it. I know we sponsored either a match or a tag we, team. We sponsor okay. a match, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Now that's that works too. Yeah. But anyway, if you have that porno site, for science. That's really what phenomenal CBA sponsored by LouisDicks.com. If you are Jesse Marsh's mirror and you'd like to sponsor <laughs> us, right. Get at us. Oh, God, please. I, I kind of want that to happen now. You know what? If somebody really does sponsor me as Jesse Marsh's mirror, I'm sure there's a paywall we can do that as. Yes. Listen, please, someone sponsor the show as Jesse Marsh's mirror. It would be great. Yeah. Make everybody's day. Yep. But I think it would have to be, you have to, add, it has to be at least a $50 sponsorship. Is that the banner? Uh, $50, you can sponsor a wrestler. Okay, there we go. Uh, banner, I'd have to look into it again, but I can always find out. Okay. I think it's a hundred dollars for the banner. All right, yeah, that feels because we, I know we've been on the banner. We've been on the banner before, yeah. Right, but we're you know we're we're a, we're a thing, we're a real thing. Yes, we are. We're real. How about okay? I got another idea. How about we get a mirror and we put it in the gorilla position for the show, so every wrestler can look into Jesse's mirror before coming out to the ring. <laughs> Man. There's oh, so much. There's so much trouble we could get into if we made Jesse Marsh's mirror. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, what do you mean make? You mean find? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's let's wrap this one up. Yeah. Uh, if you want to support us, uh, like the other patrons of the show, which by the way, we got a new one this week. Yeah. With one dollar pledge, Joseph Kesner. Thank you for for pledging to support our show. You're the man. Yeah. 
uh, go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Red Bull Rant. $1 a month. All it takes for you to get exclusive content such as uh, the April wrap-up we did with Ariel Castillo of MLS Soccer, the uh, post-game ride-along stuff we're going to do this weekend between the Red Bulls and Sky Blue game and anything else we just have to come up with. Um, are we, we going to be uh, Blue Meanie Mike's uh, prostitutes and do a backlash preview? Uh, it's kind of late for that. If we had thought about it, maybe. But Here's, here's a backlash preview. <laughs> there you go. I just previewed it. Uh, I get to see at least one title change. I don't get to see a green belt. Over under <laughs> belt changes that I will see. I'm setting it at, at negative five. How dare you? <laughs> what is that? That's HQ. It's really loud. That's right. It's almost time for you to play. It's almost time uh, for so you to play. And up. Win. <laughs> uh, so if you want to email us like Jeremiah did, redbullrent at gmail.com. If you want to call us and hear your voice on the show, 973-348-5329, facebook.com slash redbullrent. <clears throat> on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show at Dr. Stooge myself at PMACDA2 for Pat at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Red Bulls, don't make me mad. Uh, so Red Bulls and Pat playing trivia, win. You know what? Let's all win, baby. Us, Red Bull, me, Red Bull, Sky Blue, win. Yeah, Sky Blue, yeah. All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 262 with the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go Red Bull and go Sky Blue. Peace out.